Hello and welcome to Board Stupid, the podcast that loves talking tabletop board games, D&D and other awesome stuff. I'm Wayne. I'm Simon. And I'm Chris. Yay, Chris is here. We're just a few nerds talking about the things that we love. We've got a guest. We've got a guest. We're just a few nerds talking about the things that we love that are worth geeking out over. So, Chris, are you ready? I, I think I'm ready. Simon, are you ready? Oh, yeah. I was born ready. Let's do this. In this week's episode, it's my pleasure to introduce Chris, otherwise known to me as Mills, co-founder and director of The Comic Shop, which is a or my friendly local game store in Crawley. And when I say that, I genuinely mean it. Um, I've never been anywhere like this with such a, a gorgeously friendly atmosphere for all of the hobbies they have here. It's an amazing community and we do genuinely love it. It's instantly become a family. Yeah, and it's uh, all basically thanks to Chris, H and the team here that make it such a, an absolute diamond in the rough of Crawley Town Centre. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty much the only place I'd come for now. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, an amazing environment and uh, everything that we love on the show, uh, D&D, board games, uh, Magic the Gathering, all, all of your general nerdage needs you can find at the comic shop in Crawley. Um, and together, uh, the three of us are going to be talking shop, uh, all the awesome stuff that, uh, that they do here. So like I said, D&D, board games, Magic the Gathering, coffee, and of course some comics. So I met Chris after running and DMing at the shop for pretty much uh, like a six-month straight period and um, helping out with the Adventurers League. Um, I was part of the very first D&D session at the you shop. Were. And it was love at first sight when I saw you. It was. It's, <laughs> it's a bromance bro- for it's sure. It's a bromance that has been burgeoning and blossoming. You should see him, guys. They're even sat here with matching hats on. It's adorable. <laughs> you'll see the. I'm sure. I'm sure there's pictures being taken, so I'm sure you'll see it. Yeah. So uh, the matching hats is adorable. That wasn't even planned this time. It's uh, it's quite funny that you you, know, you mentioned you starting here because it, for for me, you guys have already been doing like my own little mini podcast because being stuck behind the counter making coffee. Sometimes I'm not actually doing anything. And uh, I get to listen to all the D&D adventures, mm-hmm. which, like, I can't tell you how funny, hilarious, and, and, and just generally cool it is to sort of just sit and listen in on the adventures yeah, going Yeah, man, on. it's like a part it's, of yeah, it. Little it's, bit, it's, uh, yeah, and you, obviously you hear all the uh, characters' voices, yeah, and everyone yeah. making a real effort. And when everyone makes that real effort, it really does make some great listening. So, yeah, yeah I, I feel like I'm already, I've already had my own mini podcast, just unfortunately I can't share them. I love how open you guys have been to the community and your energy and enthusiasm for everything that you do here is uh, absolutely infectious. We've come a long way since that first ever D&D session at the shop. How's the journey been from that very first session? It's been pretty crackers. I mean, you think we, we opened up the shop and we didn't expect the, the amount of support that we got and we had people from all walks of life wanting all different kinds of things. I mean, uh, the magic is obviously enormous for the shop. Mm-hmm. They, um, they came in their droves and mm-hmm. they've been here ever since and we've, we've done a, a lot with them and um, yeah, we're sort of just getting bigger and better with that. So uh, shortly after D&D followed and then, yeah, all board gaming and groups started, started appearing it's, it sort of became we, we lit the beacon we joked about saying we lit the beacon but we mm. literally did and everyone came yeah. from far and wide yeah, yeah that, really- that, that, that thing is blazing man there is not a day i can come in here and there isn't a magic game happening yeah and then the table i mean people waiting for a table to play D is just it's insane to me isn't it, it? Is. i mean it's just yeah 
Yeah. I mean, I'm coming from a time when um, D&D wasn't cool. Uh, well, for me, it was always cool. But I'm, I'm talking like, man, you used to get beaten up at school. Yeah, You can't tell you can't, people you did that. No, but now it's cool. Yeah, I've got a history of hobbies where it's always the weird outcast nerdy thing D&D wrestling you know I think I think it's I think that's spread to the rest of the world do you not think like I think it's bigger than it's ever been it's and it's and it's suddenly not just okay for mm-hmm. people to do but suddenly it's become cool yeah like, it has. it's like your celebrities doing it now absolutely right? yeah and, and and I think that stigma sort of started to leave and I mean how many how many generations do you have to go before it's normal and, not yeah, even, and yeah, now yeah. people are people are joking like they used to burn witches like they used to they used to call them nerds and geeks and yeah, pick them man. up at school. Like, it's like how, how far? We're in the middle of a lockdown uh, here in the UK and it's obviously hitting local businesses fairly hard. So how are you guys coping during this situation? Well, I suppose this is a, a good way to sort of let everyone know, but I've been here doing all the building work for the shop because I did all the original building work when um, before we opened. I did 10 weeks. I think it was 10 weeks, something stupid, like 10 weeks solid with one day off. And I think that one day was because I was literally bed bound because I couldn't get out of bed. I was that ill. Jesus. But um, yeah, so we, we've kind of, apart from a little short period, we've been open every single day uh, since, since we opened. So I haven't really had a lot of chances to, um, to finish off the bits and pieces. So this has given me some sort of a little opportunity to, to upgrade the shop as such. Plus I would have gone absolutely well, excuse the uh, the reference, but batshit crazy. You mean batshit? Batshit bat crazy. <laughs> it's probably the most apt reference yeah, you could have probably pulled out at this point, yeah. Let's segue a little bit and talk about that because without being in the shop, you don't realise what uh, an absolute geek's dream this place is. Um, Not at the moment. It looks like we've been burgled. At the well, a little bit, but... There's a bit more wood on the floor than we'd normally expect, but the Hulk is still raging. We have a giant... How big is that? Um, eight feet? Yeah, eight, nine feet. Eight, nine it's foot. Easily on his, nine foot. Hulk yeah. model. On his base, he's like, well, actually, he's not on his base because if he's on his base, he would have gone through the ceiling. Which, Shh, good God. Yeah, yeah, guys, if you've not seen it, there's a modified ceiling tile above the Hulk's head. Otherwise... It just doesn't fit in. It wouldn't go. Amazing. Uh, surrounded by uh, merch, all of uh, the stuff that we love, board games, D&D gear. The new stand in homage, I always assume, to Stan Lee is glorious and with the fresh liquor paint and captain's cafe at the back in the army truck man i love that thing what are the sorts of changes you guys are making to the shop prior to us coming out of this lockdown period so probably the biggest change is uh well it hasn't happened yet but it's being planned is the table space so um i'd quite like to reconfigure the um how the tables are because at the moment well prior to this we we were pretty much um, building the tables around the Hulk because he was in the way. There was not really many places he could go. He kind of dictated where all the tables went. So yeah. uh, unfortunately, we could only put them in certain spaces. But now he's gone. It's sort of given me a blank canvas for the um, for the floor space, so I can actually just put the tables in the right places and maximise table space. So hopefully, those few people that occasionally do come in and have to wait um, or or don't get to sit down, we can get everyone get a butt on a seat. Um, and there'll be nice new tables, um, sort of modified to be perfect for the the gamers. So there's enough yeah. space to put table mats down and have a bit of space for your bits and pieces around it. So yeah, it's all been well thought out and planned. And thanks to the guys that come here, I've been collecting info on what's best sizes, how far away. I mean, the table we're set at now, um, everybody loves for D and D, but it's not so practical for Magic because and it's, it's a big old so, table. You're so far away. It's like yeah. it's like a. Uh, 
sort of like a 16th century dining table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the first few were kind of collected from what was available, which is a natural organic thing. But now you're at the point where you're developing a specific criteria and going, well, yeah, you've got your community. You know what the need now is. Yeah, it's weird. Like we're like almost semi-professional. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost a bit like our podcast. Like we know what we're doing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I've, like, well, yeah, I like I hide it well. Well, maybe not, but we are literally just two idiots with a dream in a shop. You've turned it into something that is uh, an absolute sort of centre of, of sort of geek culture in Crawley. It's really sort of drawn everyone to this location. Yeah, and that's so. lovely. That's like that's kind of what we wanted to achieve from the get go. So to have that and have it in such a such a gigantic format is yeah. is, is is amazing. So yeah, talk to us more about some of the uh, big plans that you've got for the future of the comic shop when you can eventually reopen. So, yeah, whilst I'm doing all the little bits and pieces, um, I'm still planning a way for um, turning our games room into a dual purpose. Mm-hmm. So, ultimately, I would love that. I don't want it to change. We've got a great little games room. Mm-hmm. It's got a little Mario theme. Um, I need to finish that, but we kind of want to turn it into a dungeon. Yeah, let's um little segue for the the games room. It's Every sort of old school console you could uh, imagine put into that room with a bunch of games for each of them. Pretty much everything you can you can get in there. We've got we've got in there. Yeah, and it's awesome. So and this room potentially turning it into a dungeon for D and D. Yeah, I mean we we do double it up as a sort of like a spillover room when we've got um, campaigns and we've got a lot of people in on generally on Saturdays and Sundays we get the D and D crowd in. And um, sort of sometimes we do have too many groups that want to come in. So if the game's are free, I'll always sort of uh, essentially pimp it out to the um, to the D and Ds. We'll get sometimes. To be honest, even the magic players have gone in there sometimes when there's no room. <gasps> we we whip up the table. It's got tables and chair, uh, chairs in there as well. And, um, magic nerds in my dungeon. I know. Yeah, well, you're kidding me. The biggest change is going to be um, that I'm going to turn that into a little dungeon. So I'm going to even try and get it so that you feel more closed off. Because at the moment, it's kind of linked to the kitchen. Um, and again, this is great for me because I get to listen to some hilarious campaigns and some all yeah. sorts going on. And it's like I said, it's having my own mini podcast. Um, and um, yeah, I'm going to really close it off so you can go in there and feel like you are in a dungeon. And yeah. the DM can, I'm going to try and give them tools that they can have um, access to power so they can have... Um, Chromecast on the little TV in there. Yeah, um, we're going to get a sound speaker system so that you can have special effects and stuff running. Yeah, in the background. feed some yeah, atmospheric music yeah, into absolutely because that That'd is so much more fun for for the campaign. Got any ideas for a big opening party? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I mean, I mean, I did joke about putting a big sign up in the window saying "Don't open dead inside." <laughs> oh, dang! Um, and then I was like, <laughs> I think that's a little, that's a little bit too close. It's a bit to, on the nose, uh, yeah, is it? isn't it? Like it was, it was meant to be a Walking Dead joke. It's like, a great yeah, Walking Dead. It's, we it's so good for, like, the, for the people that know. That's hilarious. That is amazing. For those that don't, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but with that, yeah, it's just funny. But. Um, it's difficult. I think the, the hardest part for us is, is like not knowing when we're going to open. Yeah. Because we could plan so much for then, even if they said, oh, you're going to, you're going to be opening at the end of June. I mean, that's got to be worst case with the, the government's three-month furlough. I mean, that's obviously initially what they thought, for, shit, yeah. we better do something. That's, that's the, the worst of it. Yeah. I mean, so we don't even know. I mean, we could be the whole of May and open in June. We could be 
the full three month, which was sort of like end of June. Uh-huh. We just don't know. But as soon as we do, we'll be planning the hell out of it and making sure that we've got parties left, right and centre. Damn right. D&D is one of the big topics here at Board Stupid. You've played D&D a few times, even in the midst of the awesome chaos of activities on busy nights and uh, busy days here. Um, what's your opinions on playing it as a beginner, being a beginner to the game? And do you have any advice for new players who might want to come to the shop to try it out? Me and H both jumped in a campaign that, um, that Aaron did. So um, that was, I can't even remember when that was. I think that was for our second, we had like a second mini opening. Yeah, um, it was either that or a birthday. Was it, the, it was an anniversary game as well, I think. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure um, that was when I jumped in on, you, you did one for us. Yeah. So I jumped in, that was, my, that was only my second campaign. Okay. But obviously that was quite, that was quite big because I listened to your campaigns and I've always like quite admired like the campaigns and I was like, so when you offered to do one for us, I was like, yes. Was, def- that, def- was that the horror one? That was the horror one. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, the yeah, little yeah. Uh, scary double lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, but they, the first one, going back to the first one, we've, um, we sort of weren't really, I mean, we're so busy. I mean, it's rare that we would get a chance to jump in like that. So I didn't really get a chance to properly prep. And I think that is a great one like, to start with, prep. Yeah. Like, because um, we're quite lucky with the groups that we've got down here that if you're new and you want to get into it and you're a little bit apprehensive and you don't know where to start, the first thing you can do is just post in the group and say, listen, I'm, I'm new, I want to do this. So therefore, it's great because someone will step in and go, I'm... Uh, I'm here to help. Come down, meet me down there. We can do a bit of character sheet building and, and that's the best way to start. And then you are starting to get prepped. Yeah, I love the character building almost as much as playing it. So I'm always there if I can be, if I'm not working, training or otherwise. I know Jethro, we've got Tom, Wayne, obviously always available either online if nothing else. But yeah, definitely. And Generally think, around in the shop. That's, that's something that's grown but has always been helpful is having people there to support us because um, we... We appreciate that more than anyone would ever understand because without you guys and without the, the, without the DMs and without mm. the campaigns in in general, we wouldn't be here. And that goes that's rife throughout our whole sort of like existence. We wouldn't be here without all of the people that come to the shop. So yeah, we're eternally grateful for that. But the DMs being there like almost on beck and call on on the on the Facebook group is is just amazing. So yeah, it's mm. it's a it's a great little string to our bow. So if people want to do, if people do want to find out where to do uh, and how to do D and D at the comic shop, what's the Facebook page? Uh, Facebook page is the comic. If you just type in the comic shop Crawley, and there's a little pages section, and it's D and D at the comic shop. Awesome, nice and easy. Nice and easy. Yeah, quite right. I've been a member of that group for a while, and um, yeah, if you are interested in playing, uh, like Mills said, just uh, stick a post on there. If you've never played before, it's a super friendly community. Um, there'll be plenty of people willing to help you out from everything from character creation to uh, starting your first game yeah I mean I'd even say like if if and this goes for anything if you're a little bit apprehensive about posting in the group then feel free to message us but ultimately you're going to have to take that leap of confidence when you jump in the game so it's such a good start to say actually if you are a little bit um, a little bit wary a little bit scared just post in the group because it's going to break that ice for you to get your confidence to join a group because you're going to be talking in that group when you get down here you're going to be on an adventure with these people you're going to hear people doing voices you're going to you're going to want to either laugh or cry but because like, yeah. it, it's great and it's so it's yeah. so so good to be involved in so there's a there's an element where you've got to sort of like go out of your comfort zone i think for some people so post on that group just just put yourself out there 
Yeah, that very much picks up a point we made in our last podcast about being brave and, and joining yeah. in and just going for it. Uh, yeah, just let you, it, you have you, to let loose at some point. You will so. not, I guarantee you will not get a single negative feedback from anyone in the D&D at the Comic Shop Facebook page because mm. it's largely regulated by those of us that are here regularly. And want to see it grow and we do it for the love. Yeah. And I th- we've been like so lucky with the groups that have, have come to the comic shop. We don't, we don't get horrible people. It's like, like, we've just collected all the lovely people. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's so nice. And that's the thing. It sort of just keeps spiraling into a, you say, a, you know, like you get a downward spiral. It's yeah. like the complete opposite. It just keeps going up and up because yeah. people come in and they're like, take people under their wing or they're nice to people or they're supportive. And then that person in turn then grows, becomes a completely different person, gets their confidence and then they'll help someone else that they recognize in the same position they were. And it mm. just sort of just snowballs really. Yeah. Well, I count myself as one of those people. I essentially started with Wayne and then very closely after that here in the comic shop I have played with and made great close friends with a whole bunch of people I'd never even knew existed before this place opened so we have you to thank for that as well yeah absolutely you were very well you're both very welcome because we love having you here we love having everybody here It's, it's it's a feeling I can't sort of put into words because when we decided to do this place we had a dream and a vision but like I said, we've been knocked off our feet on terms of what we've we've got out of this and and what we've created and the mm. the people that we've met. So I, I feel just as fortunate as you guys do. So going back to the initial D and D campaign, I'm like I'm like your guys' dream, like, <laughs> because I will I will believe anything. Yeah, man. And I like like if we if I'm watching a film, like I mean as long as it's reasonably like believable. Like if you're being chased by a T-Rex, I totally believe that if that's part of the film, but if yeah. you're suddenly chased by a T-Rex and you fall over and get uh-huh. up and he still hasn't caught you, <laughs> then I'm out, I'm gone. Like, But I'm quite fickle like that. But in terms of um, gullibleness, I suppose, and, and, <laughs> no, and, 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 and willing to, you in, to participate. You invest no, yourself in the game, which is what I look for in a yeah, player. Yeah, for sure. So like when you're talking, and I couldn't believe after hearing like hundreds of campaigns all around me, mm-hmm. I never questioned it or doubted it, but I never quite understood how captivated you could be by oh, yeah. someone just literally sat there behind a screen talking out of a book. Yeah. I was like, that is, like, I was, I was hanging off of Aaron's and yours every single word. I was in it. Like you were telling me about a mansion. I was there, mate. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, just you could, seeing it in front of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. I mean, I suppose that's the power of the uh, imagination. So, Board games is the other massive one that we love here on the podcast. Do you have much experience playing uh, modern board games? Uh, there's a bit of a boom, or I say a bit of a boom. It's probably the second golden age of board games over the last sort of six, seven, eight years um, with Kickstarter and some of the new um, stuff that's out there. Is there plans to do more board gaming at the shop? I mean, there's already a weekly games night here, right? Yeah, there is. Um, we had some uh, great people that helped us out and we wouldn't sort of have anything at all uh, at the moment without them so um yeah pound hill board gamers club and crawley gaming club so we have them both here and they've been outstanding for 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 us to help us get to where we want to get but we will um we will be looking to broaden out on that so it's a good subject to to, uh, to sort of talk about because we want to be quite prominent in that area where we have board games here we have board games for sale mm-hmm. um yeah you've got a great range of uh, games available for sale here yeah, and I mean, it's only going to get bigger and better because I'm um, currently talking to the supplier about getting a whole shed load of games in. Um, so hopefully when we reopen, or even before, um, 
we'll have the uh, shelf stocked with with new, new, loads of new games. Sounds nice. good. And you've got a few available to borrow, I believe. Yeah, yeah, we've got games here. Like we haven't quite got the collection that we would like, but yeah, we're always uh, on the hunt for stuff. Yeah. So again, for anyone that's maybe looking to give it a go, anyone that's not particularly familiar with modern board gaming, you know, beyond your Scrabble and Snakes and Ladders and Monopoly, you, uh, we've look, got. Every time someone buys or plays a copy of Monopoly, a part of my soul just dies. I just I have to bring up Monopoly when we talk about it because I, I no, like seeing Wayne's reaction. It's there's only so much you can oh, there's only so much you can do, isn't it? You you know what's going to happen. I mean, the, the, probably the most fun I had with Monopoly the last time I played it was with my little brother, mm-hmm. and we played the Lord of the Rings one. And the most fun we had was changing the names. So when we landed on certain ones, it'd be like instead of Bag End, we were just kind. Uh, I've landed on ball bag end. Yeah, of course. And has just, to be done. Yeah, absolutely. And well, like, it's, it speaks to to uh, how fun Monopoly is, where that's the most fun you have. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, uh, Fair enough. It's the bane of... No, no. Like, I'm, I'm going to stop now before I talk for 25 minutes on, on the bane that I have for Monopoly. <laughs> Game design has moved on in the last 40 years, people. Let's f- get over it. But I think, that, I think that's... A, actually, that's a great point. I think everyone's go-to is Monopoly because... Initially, it was probably such a great game to in in the beginning because it's yeah. like, well, I'm sure the first like car looked amazing, but if you look back now, it probably looked like a heap of shit. Yeah, it probably did. So, so it evolved, doesn't it? So I think gaming has evolved and oh, it's, it's left hugely. it's left it in its wake. But I think people are probably like, and this is great to start with, a little bit scared to to put sort of to go and try something new, mm-hmm. and that's what is great about us and the great great about talking to you guys and your show is because you're helping people go actually do you know what that sounds really cool i'm going to give that a go that gives you the confidence to go oh you've kind of got a little bit of a, a prelude to what you're going to be um getting yourself into rather than going oh i'm going to go and pay money for that game and i'm not really going to like it because i mean mm. some of the games like can be quite expensive but oh, once yeah, you've pl- once you've played them you could go i'm going to play that forever that is a bargain yeah absolutely but you it's that it's that sort of jump forward from that yeah you might pay uh, what well, probably monopoly retails for about 20 25 pound and you you'll play it every christmas i suppose that's the the common notion of it isn't it mm-hmm. um but something like scythe or anything else that we've talked about already on the podcast or we'll be looking for maybe cost you twice that amount but the level of detail and involvement and the enjoyment you'll get from it will last for a lot longer yeah i mean i'm pretty sure that's what happens everyone plays monopoly at christmas hate each other it's mm-hmm. trash someone picks the board up throws it at the wall yeah everyone gets pissed off hates each other we're going to eat some more food and then see i don't personally have those memories of monopoly mm-hmm. i remember my brother always buying mayfair but beyond that i always seem to remember enjoying it but I I maybe like i've just haven't played it recently enough so. maybe but also i think um while we're on the subject instead of monopoly folks Maybe pick up Ticket to Ride or as we're in this environment at the moment, Pandemic, a great family game. I hadn't so, played um, that before. That is a that that actually was a really good game. It was quite it was quite tongue in cheek because we played it just as all this kicked off and everyone was sort of like, Is this serious? Is this not serious? Should we really be worried? Like we were still open at the time and, and most people were. Like it was just a few people had called yeah. it. Yeah, it was one of the, the last games I think we played here mm-hmm. before the before lockdown. lockdown. Also, you played uh, Dead of Winter with us, I, I did. think, and that was also and that on, was, uh, one of again, our another great. Like, I, I, I wouldn't have known it was out there. I, again, you've got to think about what people are doing, and they're not going mm. into Google going, "I really want a game that's got zombies and winter, and it's got this and mm. this and this." Because people aren't 
looking for that game. They'll, they're, they're, they'll find something in uh, Asda or, or whatever when yeah. you're out in the shops. I, yeah, I appreciate Hungry that. Hippos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hungry Hippos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hungry Hippos. Yeah, exactly. That actually is a really good game. Yeah, not that Obviously, the shop is called The Comic Shop. Yep. And let's talk a little bit about the comics that you have here and how that works. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. We we started off with a small amount. Um, I mean, there's only we do get people still coming here that initially came when we opened, but everyone f- sort of either didn't see or forgets that when you opened, we were literally just this enormous, humongous shop with like f- a couple of tables and a few comics, like literally a few comics. And since then, it's sort of just been another table. Another, mm-hmm. another shelf, another set of comics, another box of comics. So we've grown massively since we started. However, we've also got some great additions like the Magic Gang. Um, mm-hmm. we, we get people playing Yu-Gi-Oh, small mm-hmm. groups of Yu-Gi-Oh, um, all sorts, Vanguard. There's mm-hmm. a few, I think there's a couple of Final Fantasy uh, trading card game ones that came in as well. There's a lot of... Don't, get, a, don't get him started on Final yeah, Fantasy, yeah, I'm we'll, begging you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, actually, <laughs> I, I, I promised myself we wouldn't talk about it. Please, we'll for, please no. That's I only a, have a so whole, much money. That's a yeah. whole other podcast. So. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the range of comics is always fresh and, I mean, I don't know much about them, but you've always got brand new releases you've got the pull list available so if yeah so h, h pretty much deals with anything comic-y um and i sort of just uh do my duty and send them his way but we've got we get the new comics in and we get collections in as well um yeah a strong back catalogue down towards the the coffee end of the shop yeah definitely and then yeah so if people want stuff we can order it in uh if people are looking for stuff we'll always try and help them um but we sort of morphed into something that that really is so much more than a comic shop, um, a geek haven, essentially. So, yeah, it's it's pretty lovely to still have the comics in here, but we are so much more than that. We've got a whole back range of manga. You've got uh, coffee mugs and so on that you can... Yeah, we even sell our coffee. We um, we genuinely thought that people were blowing smoke up our ass. We were like saying we had lovely coffee. We were like, yeah, of course we have. It's just coffee. And even me, like I'd never made a, cu- a proper cup of coffee before. Like my, my coffee skills involved uh, the, the granules going in and the water. That was it. Yeah, um, that'd be the limit of my expertise. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm such a coffee snob. I don't even drink. I'm not even allowed to drink coffee. Um, but when I make coffee at home, <laughs> it's literally just, I look at, the, I look at the, the hot water going in over the granules. I'm like, what is this? This is just peasant. <laughs> Just, just, just peasant coffee, but like, so I had to learn. I mean, that that again. I mean, if, if people know me or people don't know, that's that's something I was like, I'm never going to be in my own shop making coffee. There'll always be someone else doing yeah. that for me. And I was thinking, well, shit, what is this? I've got to do it myself. I was yeah, like, yeah, I better yeah. learn quick. So I did have to learn quick. But yeah, everyone right. loved our coffee, and it's it, good. Stuff. It sells. And, 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 and then we realised we realised everyone wasn't lying. It is good coffee. So mm. people actually buy it by the bag, which is phenomenal. So what was the um, initial driver for getting your own branded coffee? Because you have your own brand coffee here, right? Yeah. So I looked local. We tried to keep everything local. I tried to source like. Uh, the coffee from local, like any buying any equipment off of local, like like I said, we even went to the British Heart Foundation to try and um, mm-hmm. was, I think it, was, it wasn't even just the British Heart; it was all the charities we went into to try and sort of if we're going to buy anything and give anyone money, could we give it to the right places? So yeah. we did, but the um, the coffee place uh, they the best machine we got offered or could get because obviously we were still on a budget, we had to be sensible and realistic. They had a deal where they said, we can give you your own coffee and we can brand it up for free. So our lovely mate Mario helped us do some artwork, uh, which was the Geek Fuel. Mm-hmm. So we, we designed our own comic to yeah. go on stickers, which would then go 
on the bags. And sadly, like obviously we just use those bags as anything and they get chucked away. But if someone wants to buy the bag, they've got our own designed artwork on the front. We'll touch on what we haven't uh, talked about already here, which is one of the other big uh, hobbies that you've got at the shop, which is the card gaming and, and the behemoth that is Magic the Gathering. And you are something of a, a little bit of a player for Magic the Gathering too, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm learning. And I'll be honest with you, a year ago, I would have laughed you out of the shop if you just said, you're not only going to be playing Magic, you're going to know things. You're going to know how it works and the mechanics. You're going to enjoy stuff. it. I still remember the first person that came in and asked us, can we play Magic here? And I said, I, I genuinely just thought they meant like Magic tricks. <laughs> and I went, yeah, of course. And then another one came in and I was like, okay, what do you mean? What do you mean? And I got them to explain. And after I said yes, uh-huh. they were like, cool. And they went off away. And then another one came in and it was the guy that came in first. And I said, he said, so I, I hear that you are going to let Magic play in here. And I said, yeah. He said, I said, he said, what format? And I was like, format, there's more <laughs> ways. I don't even, I didn't, like, look, I've just got my head around that it's a card game. Magic nerds are never happy. They always need another no, thing. But so. they, they are my council. They are, they've, they've become my friends and they're, they're lovely people. And they've helped this shop grow into a Magic Center because they came in and went, we want this. And I went, they went, can you get it? And I went, yeah, and they're like, we'd rather pay you than the internet. And I'm like, okay. So I'd get the stuff in, they'd buy it, we'd do more. Um, and it sort of just kept, like, again, snowballing out of yeah. control to the point it's where they're like, exploded. can you get this, 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 and this? And then we got in touch with the Wizards of the Coast, um, all sorts of uh, sponsors and stuff. Yeah, you have so like official the official events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron so we are now an official judge store. And, and, we're, yeah, and we're looking to go premium, which is obviously quite a big status for the magic stores. So that's, yeah. that's pretty big. I got into magic probably around 96, 97 when I was very young, played for about a year or two. I had all those original sets, which, uh, which my mum threw out uh, when I went to university. Yeah, I know. I know. Thinking about it now hurts me. Hurts me deeply. Anyway, um, but I came back into it through the shop, um, seeing a bunch of the guys that I played D&D with crossing over and playing magic. Yeah, and I think that works both ways. We've seen a lot of players that um, have played D&D and that see Magic in the shop and are like, I want to get back into it or I want to get into it. And you've seen players, um, Magic players, that have gone, I want to get involved in a bit of D&D. That looks really cool. And uh, yeah, getting back into it has been a real pleasure. Just There's been a, gr- a great variety of people to play with. Um, playing with yourself as well. Yeah, playing, yeah. yeah. I, mean, and, I mean, we've played in the Planeswalker League. Yeah, uh, that's up right. Until recently, which got absolutely destroyed by... Um, current proceedings but we we were having fun I'm like, having a blast I'm amazingly terrible I'm like in fact <laughs> I, I say terrible I'm not I'm that player you would hate to play against because every now and again I know what I'm doing but most of the time <laughs> I don't so you'll probably beat me but there's a chance that I'll also whip your ass a little bit it's bad but yeah it's funny and I, I, I enjoy it because when you're playing games like that I mean you can take them too seriously but the guys here just want to have most of them just want to have fun yeah. and i think having that as the core in the shop attracts so many more people because it's so chilled and yeah. people just go do you know what i just want to come down there i'll have play some, some cards yeah. yeah socialize and enjoy myself so yeah it's not really the aggressive competitive um environment that some other places have we get we get and i think we get a lot more out of that because a lot of people a lot more people enjoy it mm-hmm. yeah people never look ramped up and attacking in yeah there's sense. no it's, table it's, flipping and there's no, no nothing punching. like it it's hanging out it's yeah. obviously what does that card do that's amazing just super enthusiastic yeah and they help each other and they go actually like i mean i've played in games where they've actually schooled me and gone mm. actually like you could have done that and like honestly losing is the best way to learn 
because yeah. when you get your, like your ass handed to you in a game, mm-hmm. you don't do that again. Or yeah. you don't you 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 learn from your mistakes. And That's it, right. it might just be missing one or two little tricks, but you realise actually, I'm, what, that missing that one or two trick, you can't do that. And if you want to win games, so I mean, I'm, we're talking about in the the sort of semi competitive um, environment that we have. Mm-hmm. We have Friday Night Magic, and we have the pre releases. Yeah. So. You're there to have fun, but also you would like to win some cool stuff. Of course. So that's when you get sort of the, 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 those situations where people will help you and go, actually, oh, I'm going to beat you. Don't worry about that. But here you go. Here, here's, here, some, here's some lessons advice. for the next person. And yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. And a, a common phrase that also ties in with the martial arts that Wayne and I both study is you win or you learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, that's so true here. So I've come to the end of my sort of general uh, overview question stuff with regard to the shop. And we wanted to talk about a little bit about uh, general, uh, any general nerd geek culture topics that you were interested in. And you said about how the greatest RPG of all is, is life, right? It so, is. Um, the one we're living. The one we're living. It'd be great if people saw life that way. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't go knocking on your, like some random stranger in Crawley's door saying, excuse me, sir, can I spend the night here? I, my horse is dead and I, yeah. I, I'm really cold. Just shout, cause, roll initiative! Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might roll a dice and get a 20, but you're still dying that night. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're going to be in Crawley News because you'll be dead. <laughs> Although um, if you do give them a gold coin, you might be in you might decent be. Said. It's true, yeah. But I mean, again, it's the taking the chances, isn't it? I mean, you, you can you can take your chances, but they might be dead, but you don't really get to come back to life at the end of the uh, campaign. Yeah, I can't help, but everything is D&D these days. D&D is life. <laughs> we, should, um, we should try a mass movement where we all just walk around with D20s and just like just make decisions. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go and ask that person for a... Uh, for a drink and it's like roll a d20 <laughs> roll a 20 it's like I'm going to go and, I'm going to go and do that I'm going to get yeah. or, or, or roll a one and go uh, I'm going to trip myself up throw a drink over them and accidentally stab them and see how that goes so one of the reasons that we got Chris on the show is because um, not only are we are we massive fans of, of his in general um, but we are massive fans of the shop and for me at least it's incredibly important uh, especially at the moment that we support our local game stores. Yeah, for sure. It will become even harder, I think, now to break that addiction almost to internet shopping. It's good in the current environment to in- encourage that and stay safe at home and get stuff to you. But as soon as it's possible, get out there to your local shop and especially this one, if the comic shop in Crawley is your local shop, support them so they can continue to be here to support you and your community. This place has been very important to me and I'm sure uh, for you guys out there, your your local store is, is important to you guys. So if you have a friendly local game store, uh, shout them out in the comments below. Um, tell us where they are. Tell, tell us what they offer. We'd love to hear the different places around. Um, so maybe when we're traveling, I've got somewhere to, to, to pop in. Oh, yeah. Travel and visiting places. Oh, forgotten what that feels like. Well, I generally have because I probably haven't really left the shop really. <laughs> oh. I have been out. Don't worry. I have been let out occasionally. But yeah, generally I live here. So we can do a, we can we, do a shop swap. But it is, yeah, it is... Exactly that. We need you. And, and that's speaking from all local little game shops. We need you because what people don't see is like they'll come in and sometimes people see it as a niche little shop and go, oh, this is nice. And oh, that's why their prices are hiked up. Sometimes we we literally make no money on some of the stock we get in because mm-hmm. we're trying to compete and it's just almost impossible. So sometimes when the prices are a little bit higher, don't think it's because they're just trying to milk you for your money. 
it's because actually sometimes when we're trying to compete, the discounts that the big online stores get probably put them at prices that we can't, probably less than what we even buy them for. So it's not about greed and just have a little thing that we obviously need you to survive. So we're grateful that you turn up and support us and I think I can speak for all gaming stores where they probably feel the same so it's it's always stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you might not think about so yeah but we need you and they need you as yeah, well that, that little extra pound or two think of it as as the love and appreciation that you get from the community that's available for you in the local shop you could, you might save a couple of quid online but you won't get the feedback and the appreciation that yeah. you get from coming into a place like this yeah definitely it's almost like a a mini investment of keeping us open because obviously if we go down then these uh, and any shop goes down you lose your local game store and that's not just tragedy for them them um, for everybody yeah so it goes for wherever you are in the world while we're in this uh situation at the moment um yeah definitely definitely show them some love and uh let them know that you're you're all ready and hyped to come back and and spend some time comic there. shop online is available for some purchases at the moment it's just magic for the new set um so pre-orders and so on so we're getting pre-orders um for the next set Coria. yeah Coria. layer of big beasties yeah, yeah yeah definitely so we're looking forward to that and uh, again it's it's heartbreaking to have to say to everyone just wait because everyone's just dying to get in here and play yeah, it. For sure. so, yeah. uh, and luckily they've got um, MTG Arena, but it's not. I think, again, people are probably finding out that these things are fun and at least you still get your fix of magic, mm. but it's not the same as interactions, human interactions, playing cards, seeing them, physically having them in your hand. It's just not the same online. Yeah. As much as, I, like, even I've had a little dabble on it because I've, I've had the opportunity to. Mm. And, um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. And it's actually a good teaching format for new uh, players because in your own comfort in the comfort of your own home you get to sort of relax and actually learn because you can't make mistakes on a computer it won't allow you to do that um so i've i definitely see the benefits but i think generally the magic community want to be with each other and playing yeah same with dnd we've, play, with we've D&D, played games yeah. on roll 20 and discord but you need those it's just not the same you no. need you need to be able to see when people are going to speak like we're doing now we're pausing for each other because we can see each other you're giving each other that space and that respect and it's it really does matter i think so anyone out there keep in mind that we're waiting for you and we want you to come back and do as much as you can and maintain that community and build it and let it grow so what do you think what's your favorite thing about the comic shop how excited are you to see it open again i know i am dying to get back here on the regular and see all your faces um, get to play some D&D with everybody, get to play some Magic the Gathering and some board games. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments below. What do you want us to talk about next time? Did you like crisping on the show? I loved it. I'll have him back anytime. So thanks for listening to Board Stupid. Subscribe to us for updates and get future episodes of the show delivered directly to your ear holes via your favourite podcast service. Finding us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Podbean, on where else did I put us? Spotify. We're on Spotify now. Can you believe it? We're everywhere. We're growing. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash stupidboardnerds. That's B-O-A-R-D. I, lo- I like it, that it's, it's growing on me it's clever I don't know it's, it's so obvious it's, it's also amazing I'm still not sure you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com at board nerd again B-O-A-R-D 
If you've got any feedback, comments or questions, stick them below. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you again real soon. We'll see you in the dungeon. Let's people.